0: Welcome back to Just One Question. I'm in my summer secret location, um, and uh, one of the fun things about this summer is a chance to reconnect with some old friends who I haven't talked to since the pandemic was raging and at its height, and we're now at some other place. I would hesitate to describe whether we're post-pandemic or hybrid pandemic or whatever we are. doesn't matter as long as you've got good friends to talk to. And so I'm really thrilled to have Janelle Anderson with me on the call. And Janelle is a keynote speaker, and that's how I first met her. Uh, she's the founder of Working Conversations and the Working Conversations podcast. And we will have those links in the, uh, in the show notes, as they say. I'm learning to say show notes. Um, and so welcome, Janelle. How the heck are you?
1: I'm great, Nick. It is great to be with you in your super secret location for the summer. Uh, My location is not quite so secret. I'm in Minneapolis.
0: (laughs) And Minneapolis is a great place that I haven't been to since before the pandemic. So it's time for me to get on my horse and ride out there again because it's a great city. Yeah, it's
1: been fun. I've been traveling a bit and it's been fun to be back in the air and get into new places and being out in the world again.
0: Excellent. So what are you excited about these days as as the pandemic does release its death grip on on humanity and and we get to go, as you say, back on the road a little bit and do our thing as speakers again? What's what's got you uh, revved up?
1: Yeah, well, as the pandemic turns endemic or whatever it's going to evolve into, I am super excited to see what we have actually learned and how much of that's going to stick with us. And when I think about the start of the pandemic, you know, we all in demonstrated so much just absolute incredible agility in terms of shifting up our business practices and shifting around our communication practices and even delivering virtual keynote speeches. And as things start to open up and get back to whatever the new normal is going to be, I am just really curious to see. If we will continue to do so, if we will continue to be able to maintain that ability and um, really for ourselves as industry professionals, as well as the leaders that we serve to really think on their feet and be agile in the same way that they had to be. And we had to be agile in those early days of the pandemic, learning new things and really getting out of our comfort zones. So when I think about um, a specific example of that, we've got mm-hmm. a lot of leaders who want to return to office, whether that's on a hybrid basis or a full-time basis. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing from employees and from those same leaders that employees are resistant to return to the office on a hybrid model and of course we've got the outliers we've got the ones who want to work at home forever and we've got the ones who want to work in the office forever but so much of the workspace is now inhabited by people going in whether that's one or two days a month or two days a week or three days a week and i'm just hearing so much resistance from that and so i'm wondering can leaders find the agility can they learn you know and continue to learn and evolve from what happened during the pandemic to address that delta of employees frustrated with whatever the hybrid uh, version of work looks like. And to address that, one of the things that I'm the most excited about is taking research from different areas and doing a bit of a mashup, if you will, to say, Mm -hmm. what do we know in this area that might help inform this area? And so, as you know, my dissertation, I wrote my dissertation way back in 2001 on virtual teams. And so, looking at first of of all...
0: Way ahead yes, of your time, let's just take a moment. I was moment. playing
1: the long game, I was yeah. playing the long game.
0: <laughs> Way ahead of your time, yeah.
1: And there's so much of I thought that we learned then that didn't actually get implemented. And so that's why I'm so curious to know now if we're going to implement this. But just as a specific hyper-specific hyper example, when we mm. look at that issue of employees and their reluctance to go back to that hybrid workforce, as I talk with people, because I'm fascinated by this, what I've been finding out is, the frustration with the hybrid workspace can actually be, we can inform our thinking about that with a lesson, a page from design thinking and Mm -hmm. specifically uh, something called defensible space. So when you think about what cubicles and offices used to look like before the pandemic, we had Mm -hmm. pictures of our kids and our kids artwork, and we had plants and we had the candy bowl and we had all of these things adorning our office and made it feel personal. And that relates to a concept within defensible space. And defensible space comes to us from sociology. And it's really how we defend public and private areas so that intruders don't get in. And when you think about your physical space at work being defensible space, the three tenants of defensible space are there, but they're missing in the hybrid work environment. So one of them is territoriality. How do I mark the boundaries of my space? How do I claim this as my space? So if I'm sharing my office space with you, I'm in on Monday and Tuesday, and you've got the same space on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm not putting up pictures of my kids or my wedding photos or even a candy dish. In fact, nobody wants to have their same fingers in the candy bowl these days just because of Of the pandemic pandemic anyway. (laughs) But so we're we're not allowing for those visual uh, indicators of territoriality. Mm. And then another piece of defensible space is surveillance. So people used to very carefully organize their cubicle so that they could see the wall, the opening of their cubicle, the doorway of their cubicle between the walls, so they could see sure. somebody was coming. And if they couldn't, for whatever reason, they had one of those little rear view mirrors uh, on their monitor so they could see who was walking up behind them. And again, we're not putting those things on and, uh, in our spaces in the same way. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, the cubicles that are available these days for the hoteling um, hybrid work environment are smaller with your face facing away from any entrance or door, if there is one at all, because sometimes yeah. it's just an open space. And if there's just an open space and you're basically at a table with the wall in front of you, there's no sense of surveillance. It's hard to feel a, a sense of protection in that space.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's the old then, idea of of having yeah. to uh, sit with your back in the restaurant, your back to the wall, and your face to the door, so you can see your enemies coming in. So you can yeah. see
1: your enemies coming exactly, right. and it's really not—it's really not that different in the workplace.
0: Right now, it's the famous Karen in accounting, but it's right, not, not, not that different. Yeah. sorry, I you don't want her ahead. sneaking up on you.
1: You don't yeah, want right, her sneaking exactly. up on you. <laughs> And then finally, the the last part of uh, dispens- defensible space is yeah. symbolic barriers. And these are the things we put up to show that the space is cared for. So for example, again, going back to sociology, that would be um, shrubbery and sidewalks and things out in front of our space. Again, that sort of demark the borders, but also show we have these plants in front of our house and we're taking care of the plants, thus we're taking care of whatever might happen to be inside the space. Mm -hmm. And so again, in the hybrid workspace, when we're sharing the space with somebody else, perhaps somebody we don't even know from a different department who's coming in on the alternate days, we just don't have the luxury of having putting those symbolic barriers in place, again, that makes it feel like it's ours, our, our plant or whatever it might be that, that we would have. And so I think when we start to look at other uh, disciplines, and in this case, I'm just taking a page from design thinking and applying it to mm-hmm. an organizational problem that the new hybrid workspace has created. This is a problem we didn't used to have before people like to come to their space and they like to make it their own and we don't have that anymore. And so, so that's one of the things I'm looking at that that I'm excited about and like looking forward to continue to do is when leaders come to me with these challenges is Mm -hmm. to say, okay, where can we get answers from this that don't come from the conventional places that we would look for answers.
0: Absolutely fascinating. I love that example because uh, it's so indicative of a strange new world that we have to learn how to navigate and, and uh, you're you're absolutely right throughout the pandemic as i was coaching executive teams and and uh, employees on virtual communications over and over again i heard from the executives "god i can't wait to get back to work we got to get people back in the office" it's I? this is killing us I don't know how to manage them so on and on and the employees were saying exactly the opposite why should I go back and 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 early on when they started to go back they they'd call me up and they'd say I'm sitting here in the office and there's nobody else here why did I come here why did I do this uh, and so working all that out has just been it's been fascinating to watch and to uh, to help with so uh um, you hear uh, Janelle's deep learning in this area, and so uh, if you, uh, if you, like many other people watching this, are, are thinking hard about what what does the office of the future look like, then there's nobody better to bring in than and then Dr. Janelle Anderson, uh, who can help you uh, uh, figure this out because uh, it's it's not at all clear what the final answer is going to be. And and one one last comment, I really liked your your notion about what's going to stick and what's not going to stick, because uh, um, the t- pendulum has a tendency to swing too far and then come back to the place where it's almost unnoticeable whether we've made any actual progress or not, or whether it's better or even very different. And so I'm very curious to see what we end up with uh, here in the way of uh, workspaces and and uh, whatnot. So um, thank you for that commentary. Thank you for being on Just One Question. and. And uh, yeah, let's check back in six months or a year from now and and see if we know anything more about these hybrid workspaces, because it's a a really fascinating challenge for all all, uh, workers, all executives, and and all uh, workplaces.
1: Most certainly is. And I look forward to that next conversation. And I look forward to seeing how much sticks and how much of our learning actually uh, continues to help us out and help us stay agile in the future.
0: Fantastic. Janelle Anderson, everybody, Uh, listen and learn. Great stuff, thank you.
1: Thank you, Nick.